This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb, only on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM. This is Soul to Soul, and it is Friday, but not just any Friday. It is Erev Rosh Hashanah. A few hours before we're going to enter into the, the Yom Adin. It's a time to stop for a second and yes, it's been busy and running around and we're delivering gifts and we're cooking food and we're doing all kinds of stuff. We need to think for a second what is actually going to happen on on Rosh Hashanah. So I'd like to share with you today <coughs> some words from Rav Shleim Brevda. He says that one time he was invited. He arrived in, in America, I think just before Yom Tov. And he spoke in public. And he said as follows. He says, you all believe from the depth of your heart that in truth, in absolute truth, that Rosh Hashanah actually accomplishes something. Or maybe you don't believe it. If you believe that Rosh Hashanah can have some effect, then I'm telling you as follows. In this audience, there's sitting many, many beautiful Jews who are very, very involved in, in communal affairs and, and they do it so faithfully and they're well known. For their, for their desire and their pension for helping other people. But maybe, could possibly be, that there might be some people who are not putting as much energy as they can into their mitzvah observance, into their Talmud Torah, into their setting aside some time every day, every week for them to learn. Over the last while, you know, things slip sometimes. Not has to show them that they're, that they're, you know, completely distance themselves from, from words of Torah, from a life of Torah. Has to show them. But, you know, things were, things were busy. And, <laughs> fact is, they came, he says, they came to this Russia. If they came to Russia, that means they do want something. Means they, they want to, yeah, yo, know, they do something. They're learning a bit of, of, of Mishnayis, but they're not, and we know it, we know it, that we're not doing as much as we could possibly we do. And if there are in the audience today, anyone who in his heart of hearts, in front of the mirror, can really say, yes, maybe, I haven't done everything I could be doing in the realm of learning and in the realm of performing mitzvahs. So Alberta says, I'm turning to you. And I'm saying to you, imagine to yourselves that you would decide right now that as soon as Rosh Hashanah is over, I want every night to fix myself a certain time that I'm going to learn Torah. Or tomorrow morning, I'm going to get up early 
before davening, I'm going to sit down for half an hour and I'm going to do the Pasha. I'm going to learn some Mishnayot or I'm going to maybe, maybe start a Shia, maybe learn a Masechta in, in, uh, in the, in, in Gomorrah. And I'm, I may, and maybe in bed I'm gonna find myself someone to learn with, cause it's always better to learn with a Chavruta. Or maybe I'll, I'll go to a Shear every night. There are plenty of Shear, I'll pick a Shear to go to on a regular basis. And you accept upon yourself that you're going to do this. And you're not gonna miss that Shear or that Chavruta. Come what may. Not if there's a, a wedding that night. Not if there's a bar mitzvah on that night. Not if there's some business meeting that you absolutely have to attend. If you would be prepared to make such an acceptance of anything in any area of ruchnis that you want to strengthen yourself in, and you make that as a Kabbalah, you make that as an ironclad desire that if it's in my power, I'm going to to do this, you're going to see with your own eyes what's going to happen after Rosh Hashanah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to paskin that anyone who makes such a decision, any decision to upgrade himself, is going to get special siyatidishmaya in whatever it is he wants, in, in going to davening, or in setting aside time for, for learning, whatever it is that you want to pick. And, and you'll be, you have that tremendous, tremendous extra energy to put into your Torah, or into your mitzvahs, or into your, or to your masim tovim. And, and you'll see, you'll be able to actually see and feel the siyata deshmaya that Hashem will, will, will give you. How it works, he says, I have no idea how it works. But we know that it will happen. Right? It might happen that, you know, uh, you start to uh, learn a bit, and after Sukkot, someone, some Tamar Chacham, will come over to you and say, would you like to? Would you like to learn with me every night? I say, what? You want to learn with me? You're a big London. You learn all the time. And and I'm just starting. I just made a decision a couple of weeks ago to start putting time into my learning. How is that possible? And I'll say to you, yes. It, it's tough for you that I want to learn with. And he'll, he'll make a time with you. And you'll learn at a certain time. And, and that will... That will elevate you in your in your Torah learning and, and also in your in, in your in your amuna. And of course, uh, uh, then you know so many things can happen. You chavrusa, so now your your wife and his wife become become uh, friends, and maybe the kids start uh, start uh, start playing together and, and, and becoming becoming friends. You have, we have no idea. We have no idea what can happen. If we make just one decision in our lives to, to better ourselves. He says that, that was what I said to them in, in the drush that they gave us actually was during, in, during, uh, Elo. Says three years later, says Rabbi, I came back to America again and 
someone came to meet me. Someone well-known, communal uh, 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 person, very, very nice person. And he said to me, you know, I was present at that shir you gave a few years ago, says to me. And what you said then went into my heart. And the next morning, I ran to my Rav and I asked, please, that he should help me to find a, 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 a chavrusa that was, uh, that was appropriate for me. And I asked him, right, when, when does he give a dafyayim ishiyah? And I started that day learning dafyayim and I accepted on myself that nothing was going to make me miss that, that year. And on that year, on Simchas Torah, uh, uh, someone who was well known as, as, as a very, very big Torah personality in America, uh, uh, came over to me and wanted to learn. Uh, uh, he, had, he hadn't even lived in that, in that area. He had just moved to the neighborhood. And, and he came to me and said, maybe you want to learn with me? Every evening, and maybe even on Shabbos morning before before davening, I could hardly I could hardly even answer me. But I know he said, I said to him, I know you finished Shas several times. Who am I that I should want to learn with you? And he answered, No, yes, it's 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 specifically you that I want to that I want to uh, want to learn it. We, we can't believe what happens. What, what amazing changes can happen in our lives if we, in every area, if we just decide to take on something. It doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be a life changing thing. Something manageable. But if we take it on and we commit to it, it's amazing what it, what it can, what it can accomplish. And, and, and the truth is that these kind of, you know, this person, he says, came over and told me, but others, I'm sure, had similar stories. They just didn't have the courage to come in and, and, and tell me. On Rosh Hashanah, it is fixed based on what we do. All, all our zechuyas. All our chayvahs, all our, our, our merits, and all our demerits are all there. And it's decided how much siyata d'shmaya are we gonna have in our, in our spiritual, in our spiritual lives. And we have to look very, very, very closely and very deeply at all of our actions and, and, and stare hard into the, into the mirror. And of course, we have to we have to uh, 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 fix up and we have to make repairs on all those areas that require fixing up and, and to improve, right? And uh, where it needs uh, improvement, that's for sure. That's part of it. But in addition to that, we have to look at ourselves and find an area, in, 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 in specifically in, in our area, of, of, of mitzvahs, of davening, of Torah, some area where we are prepared to make a little 
extra effort and maybe give up on some of the pleasures of, of, of our lives so that we can achieve the goal that, that, uh, that we want to achieve. Or are we so stuck into our, our physical wants that we're not even able to make such a change, to make such a, a amendment, to make such an upgrade in our, in our life? That's the question you have to ask, you have to ask ourselves. During the Aseris Yimei Tshuva, so we have a big job, very big job and a very special job to do. Every single person has to think of himself, as the Rambam says, as a Benini, as a middle of the line person. And since we are Benanim, so during the Aseris Yimei Tshuva, the, the Rambam says we are Tuluyim Ba'indim. We're hanging by a thread between this world and the world to come. And again, we have to have, we have to, we have to understand how much is, is on the scale, how much is, is dependent. What are the stakes in that, in that decision? Are we going to land up as Olam Hazer people? Or as people in, in Al-Mahaba. How can person, how can a person examine, make that kind of determination himself? Does he want Rochnius or does he want this, this world? How do we know where actually we, we are put? Where's that, where's our, our, our Iker focus? Where's the thing that really, really matters to to us. So in order to, to uh, uh, kind of flesh this out in a way that makes sense to us, she says, let me tell you about a, a drosha that I gave, that I gave once. She says, it was a long time, it was a long time, it was maybe 20 something uh, years ago. They, they wanted me to, to, to give this drosha. So, <laughs> says, how, how can you force someone to say, to say a drusha? They wanted me to give a shear to, to women in a certain, uh, country in, in, uh, in, in Europe. And even though I had at that time a, a fixed shear with, with the, the men and the, the women complained that I never gave them any, 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 uh, any shear. And, and they, Kind of threaten me that if I won't give them a share before Rosh Hashanah, they're not going to let their husbands anymore come come to the come to the shear. No, so he says, what could I do? Right? So you know, when when they start threatening me, he says, I have to I have to give the shear. So he says, I came, but someone who is not happy to do something doesn't do doesn't do it out of out of love, out of chesed. And I decided not to tell them uh, uh, Musa because they're not uh, they're not ready for that. I told them I told them as follows. For so he says, for the next three quarters of an hour, I just gave them compliments. I I I, I gave them compliments that they allow their husbands to go to 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 uh, Shiurim. And everything I said was, 
was Emes. But I'm not sure that there was a, it was really of any benefit, of any purpose for them to just hear compliments of how good of how good they are. At the end, when uh, I had uh, just a few minutes left, I decided, let me say one thing. I said to them, you're all beautiful Jewish Jewish women. And there's been many women like you in, in, in Klai Yisrael. And, and Yashkoyach for everything you do. But, you know, we're coming close to Rosh Hashanah and, and, uh, and to Yom Kippur. And you know that it's, it's written that we have to do tshuva. So, I'm looking for, you know, you, you women are such beautiful women. What do you need to tshuva? And I can't find anything that you need to tshuva. And in those last few minutes, and I said to them the following story. It says, imagine to ourselves, Motla came back one day from the cheder. He was very, very thirsty. He went to the fridge, took out some, uh, a bottle of, uh, of, of drink. He poured himself some cold you know, uh, uh, juice. And his mother was standing there and she saw, she was shocked to see that Matla forgot in his, in his haste to be so thirsty, he didn't make a bracha over the drink. So she says to him, Matla, no, bracha, how can you forget to make, to make a bracha? So Matla stops drinking. And makes, makes a beautiful, a beautiful bracha. Says, beautiful, that's wonderful. Right? Another hour, Abba comes home, and he asks me what's going on, and what's, uh, what's happening with, with Matla, did he, did he behave nicely? So, yeah, Matla tells him that, yeah, everything's good, and Matla's a very, very good boy. Baruch Hashem. The next day, Matla comes back from the cheder, very, very thirsty, goes to the fridge, pours himself a, a cup of, of juice, and few, few, uh, goodies that were on the, on the, uh, table, and goes off to sit in, in the lounge. And there, his mother has this beautiful Persian, original Persian carpet. Right, so from Afghanistan, that she has to be very, very careful not to to step on it because the uh, the color of the of of the carpet was the same color as the furniture, and the furniture was the same co- color as the curtains, and the curtains were the same furniture uh, cover as the as the beautiful uh, armchairs, the the old. Uh, Armchairs that were in the room. Matla comes into the room, trips, and spills his glass of red juice all over the the carpet. And that stain is permanent. 
His mother sees it, and she goes, begins to go crazy. And she starts screaming to him, Matala, what have you done? And that wasn't enough. That not only did she scream at him, she, she hit him. And Matala starts to cry. And he, he ran away and <laughs> fearing for his life, runs into his room and he tries to explain that it was mamish. It was, it was an accident. Oh, just you wait, she said. You wait. In an hour, your father will be home. He's gonna, he's gonna, you know, sort you out. And when the father comes home and he asks me, what happened? How's everyone? How was Matla today? Did he behave? Oh, uh, uh, did he behave well? Well, his mother shouts and, and screams in. It's said, awesome. What are you doing? Look, look at the carpet. Look what he did to the, to the carpet. And, See? What, 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 what a terrible, terrible accident happened here. Right? That, that, look at this car, we spent so much money on it, we imported it specially. We spent, and, and now look at it, it's, it's ruined. Look what Matla did. We haven't even shown it off to our, to our guests yet. Oh, what a lousy child. That's the marshal of Matla and his mother. He says, I asked the women who were sitting, and listen to the Joshua. What do you care about more, really? The stain on the carpet? Or the fact that your child forgot to make a bracha? And, you know, that's just the hint. That's perhaps one of the criteria that a person is able to check himself. What's going to disturb him more? Is, is your heart Closer to Ayam or to Ayam To Ruchnius or, or to Gashmius. We've got to make this decision. And we've got to decide what we're going to do. How we're going to change our life. This Rosh Hashanah. This is one 1.9 Chayafim. This is Soul to Soul on the greatest Jewish radio station in all of Africa. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb, only on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM. This is Soul to Soul on Friday afternoon, Erev Rosh Hashanah, for the year that's going to become Tough Shin Pei Aleph tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for making time on what truly is a very, very busy day to uh, let us into your home. Let some words of Torah permeate as we get ready for this Yema Godel Vakodesh for this holy and beautiful time of, of, uh, of, of, of Rosh Hashanah. And it truly is going to be a, a different Rosh Hashanah than we've ever had before, than we've ever experienced. We're not going to be able to kind of really have the ambiance of what Rosh Hashanah usually is, the huge pact Shul and, and, and the, the impact of, 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 of a drush of, of a powerfully worded drusha by, by a rov and, and, and the singing and the nigunim and the chazonas was just so much a part of, of, uh, of, of the yomim, of, of yom naroim. And, and 
You know, you may not be in the seat you normally are, are sitting. You may not even be in the building that you normally are in. And then you may, in fact, uh, have different chazanim. If your shul is one that's running maybe more than one minion, uh, who knows? You know, you might be hearing something different. And it's hard. And it's difficult. But it doesn't mean that it can't be as satisfying and, and as beautiful and, and as accomplishing as any other Rosh Hashanah was. It's just, like I was saying, you have to make a decision. Are we, are we going to focus on mm, what we don't have and what's different and what's not nice? Or are we going to say to ourselves, I, I, I know the importance of today. I know what today needs to accomplish. I know what, what, how big a difference this is going to make in my life. Let me just sort of, as I say, gird my loins and, and just plow into it and, and do the very, very best. I, I, I can. And that's obviously goes for those who are going to shul under different circumstances and those of us who will not be in shul on, on, the, on Rosh Hashanah. Those who are staying home for whatever reason, either because you feel still vulnerable or you're just not ready to come back uh, at the shul. That's 100%. 100% fine. But again, it doesn't mean that you can't uh, uh, practice all the Menhagim, all all the customs, everything that is done uh, as part of the davening in in your own in your own life. And again, you know there are certain advantages to it. You can do it at your pace, at at your at your time. Just just maybe just like a couple of of uh, of guidelines to to help you to help you along along the uh, the, the the way. And um, so, firstly, okay, it's very late today, but. Uh, uh, if if one hasn't gone to shul and and done hatoras hatoras nedarim, which means the annulment of of, uh, of vows, so we basically need you need a, a group of of three males together, and and you get up and make a, a print. There's a whole declaration one one says, and then they they have the power to annul any any promises that a person might have made that uh, for whatever reason he's he's no longer able to to adhere to or or, or keep and we can you know, these these people who have the power of of a basin can can absolve them if you couldn't go to shul so uh and you happen to have three people in your home in the next couple of days or when you could even do it if you have three people in one place and you could even do it on on zoom and and do it and do it uh in front, in front of, of, of them. Let me just, as we always do at this time, uh, give some important times. So the latest time for Lichbenchen tonight is at 5.44, 16 minutes before, before six. That is the latest time. And, and remember, it is Shabbos. It is also Yontif, but uh, the laws of Shabbos always supersede the laws of, of Yontif, and therefore one has to light before uh, at 5.44. Um, again, one can definitely do it earlier already from uh, about 10 to 5. One can already light light uh, Shabbos lift and, 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 and start. And, and as I say, take, take some extra time from Friday and, and donate it to to Shabbos Kodesh, to 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 Rosh Hashanah, and and start already a bit uh, a, a bit uh, a bit earlier. Uh, uh, Shkia is at six o two today, 
and therefore if you want to be able to daven mayrev bismanai, so that you shouldn't have to repeat the the shema again at night, one could wait till twenty past six. That would be the appropriate time to say to daven to daven mayrev. Then of course tonight we have the fest of Rosh Hashanah meal with all of the simanim, with the honey and the, the, the honey and the, the challah, the honey and the apple, and of course the different things that we have as omens for brachas and, and things that we want to happen during the year. Every family, every community has their customs, what they do, what they use. It, it, it really, as I say, should have relevance in the, in, in, in the lingo franco, in the, in the language that we speak in, in, uh, in this, uh, in this country, right? Uh, yes, we have carrots. Why? Because carrots is merin, but we don't really speak Yiddish, uh, mostly. We should think that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, you know, that are, uh, relevant. Maybe we should have a carrot so that, uh, all the evil in the world should rot or whatever. One can think of amazing things to, 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 to say that, uh, have relevance and have, at our bracha. It's a yiratzen, mufanech, we're saying, Hashem, this should be your will. It's something that we really, that we really, uh, that we really want. Um, and the, the minik, just before I mentioned, uh, many have the minik, of course, to go to the mikveh on Erev, Erev, uh, Rosh Hashanah. So, if, uh, in a situation where one feels a little bit uncomfortable, uh, going to the mikveh, it's been exposed in terms of corona, the water might be, might be dirty. So, there is another, uh, avenue, what's called in, in halacha tisha kabin, uh, where, where a person basically can, can, uh, stand under a, uh, a shower for about, uh, four minutes and, uh, fish cup is about 16 liters of, of water, so about four minutes under the shower. And that, that accomplishes uh, a similar, uh, a purity as does, as does going to the, uh, to the, to the mikveh. So of course, uh, being as tomorrow is Shabbos, we don't, we don't blow the shoifer in, in shul, uh, tomorrow. Many, many reasons given as to why we don't blow the shoifer on, on Shabbos and why is that not somehow, uh, 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 a dereliction of duty or somehow we're, we're letting the team down and, Taking that which is most important thing on Rosh Hashanah and, and not doing it. And obviously there are many, many, many answers. Uh, 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 on the basic ones is if, if, if the Chacham tell us not to do it by us listening to them, that is the most important thing in, in, in the world. And that gives us as much bracha. Listening to the Chacham, listening to the words of our Rabbanim gives us as much schus and as much of a leg up even as, as the, as the Shafer, as the Shafer actually actually does. We'll come back and talk a little bit about the dominating on, on Rosh Hashanah in a moment. 101.9 Chai FM will be back in a moment. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb, only on 101.9 Chai FM. 101.9 Chai FM, back on your radio here on Air Rosh Hashanah as we get closer. We're about less than two and a half hours from 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 Yontif. So if you're going to be dominating at at home, so hopefully you have your your machzor there. So the truth is, this you can virtually do the entire davening. As as I mentioned last week, 
try to find out, and I'm sure they publicized it, the, the, the schedule of, of your shul and to try as much as possible if one could kind of coordinate that one davens, particularly the, the, the Amidah, the Shman Esrei, at the Shachrat and Musaf at the same time as your congregation or maybe one, at least one of the minyanim in, in your shul is, is davening, then although you don't get the direct benefit of davening with the tzibur, you're at least davening at the same time as, as the tzibur and therefore the tzibur have, have definitely added power in, in going up to, 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 to Shemayim. And, and say the Amidah slowly, make sure you understand the words. It is such a powerful, you know, that our, our rabbis, the rabbis who wrote the Amidah have the ability to put into it, to invest into it, to, to, if you want the, the, the modern term to upload into it every bit of significance, every message, anything you could possibly want to express to Hashem is, is in, is in the, in the, in the Shema Nesri. So take it, it's quite long, we know the Musaf is probably the longest Amidah of the whole, of the whole year. Take it, take it slowly. And after you're finished, so if you want to then go and say something like Unasana Take it, which is such a powerful, a kind of searing, uh, 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 one certainly, one certainly can do that. In chakras also, once one has finished the Amidah, Daman the full chakras, Sukhara and Brachas of Krishna and Amidah, one can then go back and, and do some of the Apiyotim, some of the things that are done during the repetition of the Shman Esrei, one can, one can stick that, one can stick that in. Obviously on the second day one needs to, uh, hear the Shoifer, uh, whatever arrangement you made, either someone will come to you or maybe you'll go to Shul, but that's, that's something, that's a must. I must do the hearing of the shofar on on the second day is a very very powerful and and important uh, an important mitzvah not not to be missed but again many of the shuls have made arrangements where there'll be a second uh, a reading who, for those who don't feel comfortable coming to the whole davening can just come to hear the shofar or, or many shuls have up sending out people to go around and and blow for those people that are at home and 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 need and need to have it. Also, don't don't forget our customers that this year on the second day of Rosh Hashanah we do Tashlech. We're not going to do it on the first day because it's Shabbos. Uh, and again, if one is stuck at home, one can do it at uh, at at home. Even you know, if one has some fish in 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 the in the, in the property or some running water, great. Otherwise, even over a glass of of, of water, it, one should try to do it on on that uh, second day afternoon, if at all, if at all, if at all possible. But but really the main thing is to go into the day with a feeling this day is important. This day is vital in in, the, in my life. It's vital in the, in the life of my family. And, and without being melodramatic, really understanding that our lives are on, on the line. And, 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 but we can make a difference. It's, it's nothing is written in stone. And as I said before, if we're prepared to really think about where I can do something better, what do I want to really commit myself to making a change in? If we can do that, then that can turn the whole thing over and, and, and make the judgment of Shoshana beautiful and, and sweet. And that's what we're down for. And that's what I'm going to 
end off with and wish each and every one of our radio audience we should be written and sealed in the book of absolute tzaddikim for a year of everything beneficial both in the world of the realm of the physical and the spiritual health but not just health vibrant health for all of us and and plenty of plenty of panosa and and nachas from one's family from his and and simchas we should all be having to be make simchas or participate in simchas or feel the real simcha what it means to be to be a Jew and to be living Hashem's Hashem's Torah and doing Hashem's Hashem's mitzvahs. And Hashem should hear all of our tefillahs. Because, yeah, what did someone say? You have to daven like the whole world depends on it because the truth is, it, it really does. And please God, we should daven for the ultimate simcha. That's to greet the Melech HaMashiach, which in the world we're living in, he can't be too far away at all. To each and every one, you thank you for being with us. A good Shabbos, a good Yom Tov, a Shana Tova, and keep smiling. All the best.